Hi, I'm Maggie. Hi, I'm Grace, and this is A Very Bookish Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 22 of A Very Bookish Podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Today we have Tish, um, the book thief 28 on TikTok, or book talk, I guess is what we should say. <laughs> TikTok is the app that she is her main platform. Um, welcome Tish, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. We had this chat before, but yeah, we did. <laughs> let me know how you're doing. And um, so I was very excited when I sent the email because I had been following you for a while. And I was like, oh my gosh, Grace, that's an amazing thing because like I've been getting into smutty adult romance, as we all know. I that's the only thing I've talked about for like the last like four episodes is how I've been getting into smutty romances and you are the i feel like the queen of smut oh my gosh <laughs> creator that i follow that actually does like a lot of smut content because i feel like there's a lot of ya and not enough adult yeah creators. yeah like it's funny because i literally joined tiktok because i was just like okay so where's the like new adult contemporary romances and when like people were talking about it it was like the same five books and I was like oh I really want to expand and tell people like hey like it's okay to like read like smutty books and there's a ton and in like different genres and varieties so like um it's funny you say that because a lot of people are like hey I got into like adult books because of you and I'm just like oh my god like that's great but like how old are you like <laughs> that's what I get scared about I'm like how old and they're like oh I'm 18 and I was like we're, we're good like <laughs> so I definitely have to put those um that's gonna be a topic that I want to actually talk about but I I definitely put like on my videos that had started blowing up at the beginning of March was I had to, I started putting like 18 plus book recs because I don't want, I don't want to be recommending this to 13 year olds and 14 year olds. I want to be recommending this to like women, my age, 20, right. 20 year olds who I feel like, like, like YA, but then there's like, I want more. And so I'm proud to say I'm a smut reader. I read it purely for smut, not read it for the plot. I've said this multiple times and I am not ashamed about it. I mean, you shouldn't be. There's like so many, I literally have a series on TikTok called like, like 1% plot all porn reads. And like, that's the series that like blew up, like blew up. I posted it and it was, it's so funny. Cause that TikTok, like I was talking to my best friend and I was like, I, I was like, this is going to get like 50 likes and I logged on in an hour and it had like 50k likes like it was being shared and like I went from like having like I think I had like 2k followers to like 8k followers in a day and I was just like what is going on and then people just like started finding my account more and more but I mean I read of course I read for I mean some books I do read for the plot but like let's be real I read it mostly for like the smut scenes so and I'm totally okay with that but I have noticed that you've been on the smut train and I'm just like go mags like <laughs> like I gained like 3,000 followers just because of my smut content and then when I try to post anything YA they're like mm -mm, mm -mm, honey put that back in the cage bring out the beast like we we need the smut we need the sex we i have the series books that made me blush and yes. like my highest liked highest viewed highest shared content and i was like okay so i found my niche so yes. 
it's something that I that's why I'm gonna take a break is because like I need to just read and like not because I feel like I don't know about you guys but like I involuntarily open the TikTok app like I just do it involuntarily like when you are like on your phone browsing you just hit the TikTok app and then you're like and then you spend like 40 minutes on there you're like I wasn't even trying to be on TikTok I have been trying to read and for the past like people probably on this podcast know I haven't read a book for a very long time and I've been (laughs) trying to read but every time like this morning for example I woke up around eight which is late to me because like usually I go into work like around 8 30 so I woke up kind of late today and it's the weekend so I'm like okay everybody else is sleeping in so I take my dogs out and then I go downstairs and I'm like cool no one's awake I can sit down I can read and then as soon as I sit down I'm like okay let me just check my TikTok real quick I spent two hours on it and I did not touch my book once. And I'm literally carrying my book from place to place with me everywhere because I get sucked into TikTok. And it's not even like me actually paying attention to the videos. It's just me scrolling or checking. Scrolling, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But I get a lot of ideas. So it balances out, I guess. I don't know. I like, I've, I've, I've like done this habit now where I'll check it in the morning. Like I'll check my videos and comment back and I'll do that stuff. Post my video if it needs to be posted. And then I have gotten into habit of like completely like just keeping my phone away from me. If, especially when I need to read because I'm, because I will, I, I spend hours on that app sometimes. And sometimes I don't even get ideas. Sometimes I'm just like mindlessly scrolling and like, I'll be like, I get involved with like TikTok drama that I don't need, like the whole Nessa and I, I don't even know their names, like Jaden and all them. I'm like, why is it t- like, why is a late 20 year old like know about TikTok teenagers? Cause it's on my For You page. I like go down the deep dive of like book talk. Like I end up like in fantasy book talk for a lot of reason. And I don't even read fit. And you guys know this, I don't read fantasy. And I'm just like, wow, that series looks great. It's just, I like, I have, I knew about Akatar before I read Akatar. Like I knew the whole prep from start to finish theories. Like you name it. I know about like who people hate, who people love. Like I it's it's TikTok is so addicting and like that's the worst part about being a reader because like especially when you're a book talker like you'll be on TikTok and you'll be like oh shit but I actually need to read like sometimes I feel like I have so much to read because I I, I will never catch up with my T I'll die before like I catch up with my TBR at this point because I'm constantly adding like people will be recommending a book and I'll be like oh cool like adds to like my Goodreads account but TikTok is addicting, so I don't blame you. And I know, I know, like Grace, you you've been saying that you haven't read a book, and I literally, I'm like, girl. <laughs> hey, I mean, we were talking about this yesterday on the live stream. Somebody commented on Eamon's live, and was just like, "What percentage of being on BookTop is is like actually reading and actually on BookTop?" And I and I and I was like, first of all, it was like I think I said it was like fifty percent of scrolling, 50% scrolling, and then like 20% like actually creating content and then like 2% actually reading and the rest is just adding to your Goodreads. That's really what it is. It's so hard to be on BookTok because you, it's not just about like, yeah, you have to read and all of those things, but it's about making content about those books because anybody can be like, oh, you know, I read this book and then, 
kudos to the people who can do like their whole account is just quick 30 second reviews, you know, but then that doesn't work for everybody. You know, everybody has to find their niche and everybody has to find what works for them, what will get them the most views or whatever. And that's like a whole thing, but it's creating content, quality content, quality content that you like and content that you enjoy making. Cause if you don't like making it, then it's not, it's going to flop no matter what, but it's hard recording so many videos and then posting them and then sometimes it pans out sometimes it doesn't yeah I literally take like I think I take like one day a week to like record all my videos for like weeks to come because unless unless it's like a little like skit is what I would say like you know those like um sounds with like were like I did a Kourtney Kardashian one like choosing things those are like off the top of my head kind of thing and those are when I hear the sound and I'm just like oh I'm gonna do that tonight but you'll notice a difference like I'll be in like a full face of makeup for like my recs or my reviews and then those I'll be in like my pjs so and like you're absolutely right like it has to be content you like to make because the videos that like did bad for me I would say were, were like the ones I was just like I'm doing this for other people and like it's it's not for me so I it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot of work it's like having a full-time job with another full-time job because not only do you want to make content that you love you obviously want you want them to reach audiences like you want people to be like hey I love this book so much that I want you to read this book so it's it's rough it's rough so (laughs) Like, I think we were talking about this on the live. There's a lot of pressure to read and to like keep reading. And like, I, I I do this where I have read 56 books this year already. And I've gone over my Goodreads goal, which I set it only to 50 because I'm gonna be in school. There's no like actual like quarantine where I'm like not on campus. Like I live on campus now again and stuff. And I'm like actively going to classes and stuff. And I still went over my goal three months in and so it's like I but that's just how that's my personality and stuff is I'm that kind of person who has to like keep getting content and reading and stuff and but then there's also this pressure to like you have to read this book you have to read this book and you like you have to especially with like all the new releases coming out it's like so hard just to keep up with new releases and then for like me I'm catching up with all the YA that I haven't read before like this is all YA oh my god so this whole side right here, these two shelves are my TBR. I've yeah. read all of this, um, except this like pile is like my new books that I just got this weekend. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I. A lot of it's catch up too. Cause like there's some books that people recommend to you that have been out for years and you're like, yeah, I haven't read it. And you have to either decide to read the books that were good that are good and for years published or the books that are being released right now it's like a toss-up between the two and you have to kind of like balance either deciding forget about the old stuff and you miss out on series that are so good so good and people love but because you're trying to catch up with today's like you know updated book reading list or whatever it's hard. Most of these yeah. books on my shelf, I have not touched, but you know. 
my bookshelf is like literally what people have gifted me because I'm broke. Uh, <laughs> like I literally, my for, my format was literally just like uh, recommending Kindle books. I remember the, one of the first comments I made, I got um, was just like people use the Kindle. And I was like, I do because uh, your girl is broke and has Kindle Unlimited. And that's like the best gift and like subscription I could like vouch for. Yeah. yeah and, like, and so and like, and it's, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and it's, you go. <laughs> and it's like so funny because like when you say like old and new books like for me I've been reading like adult new adult like contemporary romances since like god like 2014 right so like for example off campus is blowing up right now I read that back in 2016 like I, my your life you were talking about that you were talking about how you read it like when it first came out and stuff and I was like I was like what a time to, I mean I'm not that old I'm not, not like, not like, I'm not, I'm not that young. You probably old enough. Yeah. But also not like in the older side of TikTok. I'm like in that middle where like, I don't fit in with like the YA teenage kids. I'm a new adult is what I am. I'm 20 years old. So like, I just turned 22. So it's like, I don't have that like experience of like growing up reading these books that have like been out for years, but I also like, like the books coming out now aren't the books that like I grew up reading. So like I'm in that between where I have to play catch up with the books reading now coming out now and also before because I hadn't been reading for like six years. And it's, right. Especially now that I want to read smut, <laughs> purely smut. And there's so, so much out there because like so much. It's a lot. I I I don't know if you um follow her too, but it's fit teacher Rachel. Yeah, yeah, we we just became mutuals, I think, like uh, two, three weeks ago. Yeah, so we... uh, she's the one who I like first started uh, following. And then that's how I found your account was like the recommended under. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like, that's and like, I noticed that like, these books that I read are being recommended by people who are way older than me, like, three to four or yeah. five years older than me. Yeah, I'm still like, I just feel so happy that I found this like, community of like smutty readers like aren't ashamed to be smutty readers because let's be honest romance readers are like shamed in the book world and like you're a romance reader you're not a real reader like bitch do you know how many books I've read this year like 75% of my 56 books I read are pure but yeah yeah like and and like it's so funny because like okay so off campus I read in 2016 because like I was I think I, I was 22 um I was going through like the worst breakup of my life I wasn't a reader like I was I've always been a reader and then I got to college and I was like mm, I have other things to do in college you know so I went through the worst breakup of my life in 2016 and I was like I need to do something like not so like terrible for my body <laughs> like not go out all the time and not party all the time and forget about this heartbreak I was like I need to do something that I love and I'm like I'm kind of a homebody you know so I was just like maybe I should try to get back into reading um and when I tell you I literally went to like it was Barnes and Nobles I went to my local one I went to Arizona State which is like the university I went to that Barnes and Nobles um and I saw the ab cover of the deal did not even read the blurb and I was like cool sick I'm gonna get it like I literally was like I just saw abs and I was like sick I'm gonna get it and then I also saw like wall of Winnipeg and me which is like the other book that I like would die for and I was like cool a guy holding a football a helmet I was like I'm gonna get it I was like I just need like really good like I was just like I just need romance in my life because I, I don't believe in love right now 
And so I read the deal in like one sitting. I was like 22. I read it in one sitting. And I was like, I believe in love again. I was like, I want what Garrett and Wellesley have. I was just like, why did I get the hot hockey captain that falls for me so I can tutor him? Like, you know what I mean? So it's a lot of catching up. Like I feel pressure now because I see people recommending fantasy and YA and I'm just like, YA is not what it used to be when I was growing up. Like I'm 28. YA for me was like straight, like, like my YA was Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, um, like, uh, I can't even remember, like, twi- I guess Twilight, like, that was my YA, I, and the Hush Hush series, which, like, I think people should always read, because I love that fantasy series, but, like, why for, like, the generation now is, like, Akatar, and when I read Akatar, I was, like, this is completely, like, I was, like, this is, like, borderline new adult, but it's technically it still what, it's, why it's- now um considered an adult um fantasy book so like at barnes and noble and stuff it's you only find it now in adult fantasy you find old covers in ya but the new covers and stuff it's like in bookmaster um if you like search it up it's like it's um registered as like adult it's just fantasy which is what they call right because bookstores still don't have new adult as like a proper yeah, which I right need. i think we need a new adult section because that is an industry that like new adult is like the grasp of like from like 18 to still like 25 26 is where the new adult is is like they're still pretty like wanting to read ya but they're not wanting to have to read about 16 17 year olds they're wanting to read about people in their like coming 20s like early 20s people are wanting to read about that and there's book even like i'll harp on barnes and noble even though i worked there like it's something that they need like even just one shelf of like a new adult just one shelf i think would help solve the akatar problem solve the jla problem i was in my local barnes and noble the other day and from blood and ash was in the ya section and i was like well, after was in my barnes and noble section and i was like after is not YA i was like after the series is not YA. and when i saw that i was like there's like for, like 13 14 year olds should not be reading well at least publicly they should not be reading after so yeah. it's, well, it's this yeah. kind of, it's crazy because like um around 2014 yeah 2014 uh I was just out of high school and I was I started reading again and I picked up quite a few smutty books all on my kindle of course never in physical because you know wasn't ready for that (laughs) first time I had like actual adult money because that's when I got my my first job and um I started getting all these books and I got this book called beautiful disaster oh yes by Jane Lovar then it like flash forward to like now and I saw quite a few pages of being like new adult, like books that started like the new adult genre and Beautiful Disaster was like one of them. And I was just like, wow, like, you know, it's crazy to me that like books didn't really have that in between age gap. And there were so many that fit in it's like new adult is like college or just out of college basically right yeah I would even argue that I would say like honestly for me I feel like new adult is like 30s as well like not like late 30s but like I would say it would be like from 18 to like 32 because there's some books that I read that I'm just like oh like um 
like I would consider this new adult even though the characters are like 30 like in their 30s kind yeah. of thing and like I you're still like yeah. figuring it out I mean listen I'm 28 and I'm still figuring it out like I know like most people on TikTok are like oh my god you're 28 and like that, to them they're just like there's no life after 25 like I'm just like look I'm thriving <laughs> like I'm here like and people are like I thought you were like a sophomore in college I'm like thank you so much but no like that's my skincare routine and my genetics I think but like I am <laughs> I'm 28 and like I'm still discovering books and I've been in like the romance world for so long. I'm still discovering books that like came out in like tw like 2012 and I'm just like, okay, I need to read this book. And then on top of that, I'm discovering new books by new authors because like, thank God for TikTok, I have authors reach out to me and I'm, they're just like, hey, you should read this book and then they have friends and then they're like, you should read my friends books. And I'm just like, oh my God, my TBR is never ending. But you're right, like I wish... I wish bookstores and like even like Amazon, for example, would have like, you know, a more prominent new adult section because I think it's really important because new adult kind of shapes like I wouldn't say like shapes the adult romance world, but it's it's much more like welcoming and it's easier to like start reading new adult than other than diving right into like something I would consider adult romance transition phase. It's that transition phase that everybody goes through. I'm going through that new adult transition. Right. Yeah, I love to read YA and stuff, but that's not the first thing I'm reaching for. The first thing I'm reaching for is people my age, people who, and I feel like in this rising market of like Gen Z becoming um, becoming older and stuff, there is this need for that. And like authors are feeling that now. You see a lot of indie authors are new adult authors and they're becoming very popular. JLA, you have so many of these rising books that aren't really YA, but aren't really adult fantasy right. and but they're put into YA or adult fantasy and you're like they don't really belong in either of those things it's more of a blend of well not adult fantasy but like even just adult like red white and royal blue is a new adult book it is no yeah and or like crescent city is a new adult book like Akatar is a new adult book um I can't those are the ones I can think off the top of my head because I'm literally looking at them behind my screen um <laughs> think that like in the past year maybe two years especially with like quarantine th that happened the boom and the need for a new adult to be an actual section has heightened so much and I think that that boom has happened so quickly and it's become like a powerhouse in the sense like book talk has such an influence that publishers are starting to take notice and they're starting to push out like new adult and they're starting to use that term a lot more, which is really good because like, it's there, it's needed. It's like, you know- It also helps with parents. Yeah. Shopping for kids. I worked at, I, I always say when I worked at Barnes and Noble and stuff, I had parents asking about like Akatar and um, Red, White and Royal Blue and are these safe for my children? And, I'm, and they're like, my children are like 15 and stuff. And I'm like, you're wanting Red, White and Royal Blue for your- 15 year old like I can't I can't judge a kid for reading a book and stuff like I have no authority over that but like a parent who I don't I don't think a parent would appreciate like I wouldn't try to sell a book to them just to sell the book like more morally like that parent is probably thinking this book cover is nice and cute and stuff right yeah. and it's a little spicy yeah it's like it's like it's like um 
Penelope Douglas. Like her books are very like, it's like a nice book cover. And then like, if you read Penelope Douglas, like it is punk 57, like. That's actually the one Penelope Douglas book I haven't read because it's based in high school. And I'm like, not really. See, like, that's the thing with me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in my older twenties. Um, and like, I, I go for, I don't really read high school romances. Like I, and people like beg me, like, please do a high school romance rec. Like I did one and they're like, please do part two. And I'm always like, guys, like I get war flashbacks when I, cause I had the worst high school experiences. So when I read high school books, I'm just like, okay. Cause like, it's like, like the, the kids that they describe in high school shouldn't be in high school. I'm just like, okay, you're doing like very, very adult things. That's one of my, that's one of my things I was going to ask you is how do you feel about authors who write like smut about kids who are 17, 18? Like, how do you feel about that personally? Cause like, I just read a series, I just read a reverse harem series and it was like, I didn't realize that it was like sainthood. Yeah, Saint- because <laughs> it's on my tbr it's on my tbr and people have been begging me to read it they're yeah. like we need your opinion on this so I and i do not know how i feel about it first two books were great second the third book just went downhill i was just like okay i see where you were going with this i literally got to the epilogue and just skipped the epilogue and then like they had like the bonus epilogue on kindle it was like the Kindle Unlimited has the whole like just one book and it's all three stories. It's like 779 pages. Right. I got to the bonus epilogue and I just didn't even read it. I was like, I'm done with this series. <laughs> That's happened to me. I've done that before. The smut was good. Um, but how do you feel about that? Because I felt a little icky when I found out that one of them was 17. And I was like, oh. So it's funny because like <laughs> So like, there's two ways I think about it, right? When it comes to age gap romances, and this is where people are like, is she okay? So age gap romances, I have one that I always recommend. Welcome to the dark side. The girl is seven. It's by Gianna Darling. I always recommend it. It's the Fallen Men series. I've shoved it down all my followers' throats, like since I started book talk, because it's fantastic. It's motorcycle club. It's smutty. Found family, right? Um, one of my favorite books, and also the fan favorite book, The Girl is 17. Who, who did you say was the author? Gianna Darling okay um I'll just yeah 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 I I think you'll really like it the girl is 17 my thing is when it comes to like age gap I don't do grooming like grooming is a hard hard no for me like I tend to like like uh, especially with age gap I try to like skim the book and see like what's it about this one the girl was 17 the guy is like 36 it's in Canada So I was like, I looked at the legal age and I was like, okay, the legal age of consent in Canada is 17 and they make it a point in the book. And I was like comfortable enough to read this book. And it turned out to be a very beautiful love story, no grooming, whatever. But when it comes to high schoolers, (laughs) like having like intense, like, like smutty scenes and like doing all this shit, I'm just like, yo, this is not an episode of euphoria. And like the thing with high school romances is it's targeted towards high school art audiences so like when high school like um when high school kids are just like oh I want to read like punk 57 for example I'm just like punk 57 I feel like is more targeted towards 20 year olds and not like young like high schoolers like I wouldn't like if I read punk 57 in high school I I like I my parents would not be okay with that so it's like for me it's just like I don't 
like that's the thing with new adult like when it has like new adult high school thing I'm just like oh god like why couldn't you just make them in college like I'm even okay with like senior year I can do senior year I was like everyone is 18 everyone's about to graduate but when people are like sophomores and juniors and sometimes even freshmen I'm just like oh my god like what why is this okay freshmen is like 14 too like 14 and one of the most popular I would say new adult books and it's age gap. And that's the one I was talking about. I'm not really fond of it is um, the off balance series. Um, the girl is four, 14, 15. And she ha- she starts having a relationship with her 30 year old coach. And it's so popular. Like it's a new adult series. That's like, it's, it's almost everywhere. Like it's like popular on Goodreads, popular on TikTok, popular on Instagram. And I, people, when people ask me, so like, Hey, how could you not read that series? I'm just like, uh, I'm not comfortable because like, in my mind, like I went to law school and I saw what grooming is. And I was just like, that's, that's like reaching like grooming territory. Not to say I don't read student teacher romances, but I don't read them when they're like that young. Yeah. So it's a there's little, a, it's a little, there's a difference yeah huge difference and I always tell people I'm not going to judge you for what you read I'm not telling you not to read it like like you said that's not my place like that's never going to be my place but I'm just not comfortable with that because I think of like for example like I have a little brother so I think of like him doing that with like a teacher of his that I'd be like hell no like we'd go to war so <laughs> and I so interesting that like I understand if it's an author who was near that age when they were writing it I think that's different but like there are some authors who are very much older than the age that they're writing and the people that they're writing about are minors they're minors they're writing sex scenes about minors and you're like where does it toe the line of like okay to write like when does it become like oh it's just an age versus like there's something more to this where why do you have to have them a minor why can't you just age them up to be 18 why can't you right. 18 19 like if there's an age gap and they're 18 19 i think that's fine but when it's like 16 17 and there's an age gap relationship i feel uncomfortable because i'm like why is that person like the older person in a relationship with minor yeah that's like the only book is welcome to the dark side where i was like i i genuinely had to pause and i was like am i about to read a book that is a 17 year old and a 30, like a 30 plus year old man. Like, am I really about to do this? And like, I'm so, I did read it. I'm so glad I did. Cause it became one of my favorite books. Um, but like all her other books, they're older. So I was like, is this a, is this a pattern or is this like, you know, like, or is this like just one off? And it was a one off because I would have been uncomfortable if the author kept doing like 17 year olds and like 30, 30 year olds, you know? But, um, I don't think that's it's that's a difficult question because like I personally believe that like like I mean it's like writing is an art right so like and it's also fiction and like we embrace that but like a part of me like I get I get really nervous because I, I I know for a fact that I do have people who follow me who are in high school even when I put the 18 plus warning right like TikTok like I mean the community guidelines are literally written for children like the amount of times like me or a fellow creator has been hit with like the community guidelines and you're like it's written off and I I read them and I'm just like okay but why am I getting written off it's it's hard but I don't know I personally I think the reason I don't like high school romances so much is because of the age because I'm just like you shouldn't be doing like 
basically like dom sub stuff in high school like when I read stuff like that I'm just like what are you doing like I like that didn't cross my mind and I don't know what Gen Z is doing in high school but like that didn't cross my mind in high school it's crazy because like so I was homeschooled for middle school um I did not go to middle school at all and so when I went into high school I had a very narrow tiny view of what high school was going to be to the point where all I had to go on was movies that I watched and you know movies are not very good representation of what high school is no high school looking out for the mean girl looking out for the guy who was going to be the love of my life I literally went into high school looking for that and you know it didn't turn out to be like that but then like I'm talking to all these my friends at that time and like they you know conversation comes up about things that they are doing or things that they're going out to doing and I'm just like dude you're a creator what are you and they're like oh yeah we've been doing this since like middle school and I'm just like what kind of stuff were you guys doing in middle school like I'm confused this is what we're doing this is I am so glad I did not go to middle school with you guys <laughs> yeah I went to like yeah I went to like a rich like private school out here because I'm in LA and my private school I I was not the rich kid I was like on scholarship and like my like and it's so funny because when people watch the show Euphoria and they went to my high school we're just like we're just like it's so similar and the fact that like I like Euphoria is similar to what I witnessed in high school says a lot about like high school culture and like I think like I think the thing is like I don't want to say authors are glorifying like what's done in high school. I just think that like when you read like new adult and like fiction and smut, I think there needs to be like a certain like like for example, bully romances very popular in the new adult world and like in the smutty world, right? There is a very solid line between like bully high school romances and assault. And like sometimes and by sometimes, I mean, quite often authors are starting to cross that line. And that's when I draw the line. And I'm just like, this is not okay. Like that's coercion, that's sexual assault, that's assault. And so if my brain at 28 is having a hard time, like be, like crossing that line, imagine what that's doing to teenagers because teenagers are going to be like, oh, that, that's okay. Cause it's, yeah. it's written. So, so- that's what I was going to say is like this idea of like when I was when you were talking about like the 17 to 30 like age difference like if if they're writing about a 17 year old they're gearing towards 17 year olds towards their audience is what like that's what you do is you write a character for what your audience is going to be and so like what you think is like not there's going to be people way younger than 17 reading these books and like when you're reading this book and they're going to be thinking, oh, this is great. Like what, what would it be like to have like a relationship with a 30 plus year old man? And it's going to be so hot and stuff. And then, and then they can't, they can't differentiate between reality and fiction at that age. Like you can't, I even have a hard time doing that. And it's like proven through brain studies that our brains have a hard time with fiction versus reality in our own day-to-day lives. So the fact that children are reading those kinds of books really irks me when it comes to authors and stuff like you can't stop children from reading it yeah and you can't stop authors from writing it but it's that like fine line between like yeah no it's 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 hard because like like I personally like I love Gianna like the the Fallen Men series is definitely not geared towards teenagers it's very like 
adult new adult um that that one was like an but like when I was saying like the off balance series that one is a straight like 14 15 year old and that one I've seen a lot of teenagers read and that's having a relationship with your coach like she's a gymnast it's her coach that's the premise of the book and it's it's like it's scary. Like I try, I tend to trigger warn heavily on my page. Like when someone comments like, Hey, what's this book about? I will trigger warn them. I'll be like, Hey, this is what the triggers are. If you are like underage or if you're not okay with those triggers, don't read them because I don't want, I don't ever want to influence. And I, and sadly, I probably have influenced minors to read certain books because I can't, like, I'm not their parent. I can't parent them. And I can't like, like yeah. say like, get off my TikTok. Cause you know, that's, that's not the case, but I don't know. Like there's like, there's, I, I can't think of authors off the top of my head, but there's definitely certain authors who gear towards teenagers and those books should not be like anywhere near. When I think teenage books, I genuinely, I think of like, I don't know like I, I don't really read YA to be quite honest but I definitely don't think red white and royal blue is a teenage book I do I think it's great representation hell yeah finally we got like a good LGBTQT plus book that everyone can enjoy and it's nothing too tragic and like it's a happy love story because that's great but I don't think teenagers should be reading these books and that's where it gets like really messy on like social platforms because I've seen the comments of like teens and like minors commenting me like, oh, I'm just going to ignore the 18 plus. And I'm just like, do not ignore the 18 plus. Like it's there for a reason. Like, and Gen Z is very public with what they consume. And it's just like, you don't realize that like, sometimes you're giving attention to the wrong thing. Like sometimes you need to like the reason that like adults like me are telling you like, hey, this is 18 plus. This is a dark romance. This is like, you know, this is meant for people who are like maybe a little bit more advanced in their like romance reading career, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like pay attention to that because I'm trying to warn you here. I don't want you to like consume something like my dark romance video blew up. It's one of the videos that blew up. And I, when I tell you, I recommended very, very dark romances. I said it, I, I said it in the video. I was like, these are not like, oh, like, you know, um, I don't know, like dark elements. These are like dark romances like one of them is literally like a Harley Quinn and Joker retelling and like in a new adult way and I was like that's not like your your little your little tiny brain that I want to like you sent me this book not... <laughs> yes yes I totally can it's, it's so good you just see my so mind good. Wording, like be like oh. I do I'm, it's <laughs> okay. so good like I was reading it and I was like why am I attracted to a serial killer like how I, I was like why am I attracted to like a dynamic duo that like kills together I was like am I okay when I read dark romances mostly I like stop and I'm just like am I good like what is it about me that's attracted to these dark but like even when I read Akatar because I I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you guys I I mean the review was pretty popular I like I completely was like the first book is terrible I was like I hate this book all my comments were like girl just wait till the second just wait till a second I was like you all better be right because I swear to god read the second book and I was like why am I attracted to Batman like why <laughs> and like the one I'm most attracted to is the one who's the murderer like it's Asriel. <laughs> 
like it's not Cassian who's just like woo look at me I'm like hot and like I protect people it's not Rysad who's like the freaking king I am attracted to the dark one who has like shadows crawling around him and probably tortured his family as he should but like I was just like why am I attracted to the dark person like that's my but I'm but I have to tell my little ones who follow me I'm just like please don't read these books you're speaking so a I'm little like, too loud to the crowd here <laughs> I feel a little called out, ma'am. I like that's just I always like anytime I'll read a book series, I always end up falling for the most messed up one. And I'm just like, what is wrong with me that I fall I think, for the most messed up person? Okay, I think we are like so desensitized to that stuff because of like media and stuff. But I also think it's always because authors make the darkest ones the most complicated and have the most tragic stories and we are addicted to tragedy readers are addicted to tragedy tragedy is heroin for readers I will say it no it is inject it in my brain when I tell you like okay so song of Achilles the amount of time before I joined book I I got TikTok in March as everyone did when the pandemic started okay I didn't start book talk till this like posting myself till December I have seen at that point millions of videos on Song of Achilles. I didn't read Song of Achilles till January, okay? Because I was just like, mm, okay. I skimmed it at first. I was just like, I'm scared. Like everyone is crying over this book. Like even like my series, like baddest bitches cry over this. I was just like, I've seen the baddest bitches cry over this book. I'm just like, I'm really scared. Also like Pauline traumatized me because I was friends with her at that time. And she's just like, Tish, you're not ready for this book. Like I will never read A Little Life because of her. Like the way that oh, bitch cried. Never. She, she, she was texting me, sobbing. And I was like, I'm never reading this book. I was like, I- I cannot read this book and it was the same for Song of Achilles she's like you're not ready for this I finally picked it up I was like okay I'm gonna be a big girl and I'm gonna do it right when I tell you that book destroyed me and traumatized me like I still cannot pick it up but it's heroin like I think about it all the time I'm like inject me anytime I see an edit of Song of Achilles I'm like injected into my brains like I cry I cry whenever I see fan art I will bawl for hours like I don't even like I just see one piece of fan art and I will ball my eyes out for the rest of the day there was an edit on my for you page last night at 3 a.m for song of achilles and i like i got teary like i literally went to bed teary-eyed i was just like i can't do this like I was, that like that book like traumatized me and then like i i made the mistake of reading ravenhood series by kate stewart and song of achilles back to back and that series is also emotional and traumatizing and song of achilles and i was like i was a zombie for like two to three weeks after like a hot like chris Ev- well not chris evans that's a bad example like mm, like a hot model could have hit on me and i would have just been like i'm not here right now like i am in like <laughs> i am not here right now <laughs> like i am in song of achilles land and like tragedy romance land right now so. <laughs> no wait no that's not bad <laughs> no like at any moment if Chris Evans hits on me that's it like I'm quitting oh, I we're getting oh, married like that's it like that's like if cat like I I want like Henry Cavill to be Cassian but like he's not going to because he's the witcher but in my mind Henry Cavill is like every See, he's every character is every man Every, every man. man I can't see him as Cassian though I like oh, I like I like so <laughs> So I just think about it and I just don't see him as Cassian. I like when I think of Henry, his like work and stuff, he's never that like outgoing guy. Like, no, I would see him as Azriel. Like if yeah, you were I would Cassian- see him like 
as an Azrael or as like a, a Reese, but I can see him as like a Rowan. I could see him as you like a Rowan. Can't take from me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But I get what you mean. I, I do get what you mean. He's more of like the strong, the stoic, the like, you yeah. know. Yeah. But he's like, but but I'll be honest, the moment uh, like a book character since like I was like since I noticed Henry Cavill is like dark hair, light eyes, and chiseled, it's Henry Cavill in different yeah. forms. Oh, yeah. Like it will be Henry Cavill in his twenties, it'll be Henry Cavill in his thirties, like it will be Henry Cavill in his forties and fifties. That hasn't happened yet. And the moment it's for so- me when it yeah, when a character's blonde, I'll be like Chris Evans in Captain America. Like that's it. Like those are the only two men that go through my mind at all times. So it's funny because I don't know what it is, but as soon as they put on like a superhero suit, it's just like damn. Girl, the way I binge watch Marvel and I'm just like, I do watch it for the plot, don't get me wrong, but the Captain America trilogy, I'm just like, do I pay attention to Chris Evans or do I pay attention to Sebastian Stan? I'm like, which one? Have you been watching Falcon and Winter Soldier? Girl, I was watching it right before this. (laughs) I caught up on the new episode and I was like, I'm Sebastian Stan, like Bucky Barnes just sleeping on the couch. I was like, a man, like a soft man. Like I love him so much. Bucky Barnes in a tight shirt. Oh my God. Those dude, I I read Bucky Barnes fan fiction. I'll say it like his, if I his arm, fiction. his metal arm is his actual arm. So whenever you see his metal arm, it's just like a latex he got covering on top of it. And I'm just like, like you think about it, and you're just like, oh, it's so. Dude, I'm and, just and, like, and it helps that he's like funny. He's like so funny and like you know lighthearted and sweet and like you look at the interviews because I'm addicted to watching those interview videos, <laughs> and I'm just like damn like why are you i'm trying to find anything about you that i i can humble you when i and nothing you know it's crazy because like um like you know a lot of people also go for chris hemsworth which love him too you know the accent it does it for me and you know and um you know when they fuck um the norton show they did oh yeah yeah and like they had all the the ladies there from like Ghostbusters, the new one, and you know how he was there. And like uh, Melissa McCarthy was just like talking about them, just like man, like oh, you know, Chris Hemsworth is on, and all the girls sigh, and um, they're just like oh yeah, he's great, like, and it's to the point where like you wish something about him would be wrong, wrong, yeah. Like, girl like ain't nothing wrong, and she and they're all talking about like man, and he's funny, and he's funny like like a kid who had to learn how to be funny to survive yeah. high school I'm like damn that's like the best type those yeah. are the ones. those are the ones and like the, the fact- issue is we never paid attention to these guys in high school because they weren't hot back in high school they got hot we're not hot but like now it's kind of like damn now now it's like it's it's like everyone goes through like it's always the one kid you never paid attention to high in high school that becomes like the hot movie star. You're just like, I, I could have dated him. Like he could have been the one. So there was this guy when I went to, uh, to elementary school with, he like would always follow me around. He would always be with me. I'm not going to say his name in case he ever finds this. <laughs> <laughs> uh like he would always follow me and like I sometimes uh, during recess I would spend it in the library because I just didn't want to be out there and he would just go and sit with me I ended up leaving because I ended up being homeschooled for middle school and then nothing I ended up reconnecting with one of my friends that went there because it was like a um, kindergarten through high school school and she was I'm like oh so how is everybody so I followed her on Instagram following her I found him 
I found him and oh my yeah. gosh, he looked unbelievable. And like, I swear I was going to be bold enough to like hit him up, slide and into those DMs. What would you like? How you been? Do you remember me? Like, it, it's just like that thing of like spend the time away because like straight up, he was the sweetest kid. So soft, so nice. And, um, I could have pictured it back then that maybe he would have like become gay because he was like one of those yeah they're cuter like softer more reserved kind of guys um but then now I'm like whoa and it's (laughs) crazy to me because it's just like I could have had you I could have had you before anybody else and I didn't sorry yeah I mean, listen, it happens. Like, I, I really think about it. Cause like, anytime you hear these celeb men talk, they're like, oh, but I didn't get hit on in high school. And I'm just like, why? So that's the other thing I'm like, but why? Like, what was wrong with you in high school that you didn't get hit on? Because they still like, you see them in high school and you're like, okay, you were still like kind of attractive. And then I was just like, so what was wrong with you in high school? And then like, now they're like these demigods that like, we literally base like literally like, like, fictional characters off of like the amount of edits I see of like these like all these hot actors as like our favorite characters it's like astronomical so I get it it's it's hard like I mean the Akatar TV show when that was announced that was my whole feed for a long time and I was just like well I was like am I gonna watch it hell yeah but am I gonna be like analyzing it no because I am not a part of that fandom but I'm gonna leave that all to you guys because yeah I don't know how I feel about that I I am very against books turning into TV shows. I'm very anti, like I, anytime anyone asks me what book would, what, what book series you would want into a TV show, I say none of them because like even Harry Potter, like if you read Harry Potter, so much was left out in the movies and I love those movies. Like those movies are childhood. I watched them Halloween through Christmas, but like there's so much that's left out. But like now, for example, like if the off-campus series was like, taken into production I would be so scared I would be like they are gonna mess this up it needs to be a tv show I think books need to be shows the amount of content that goes into books I always feel like a book should be unless it's like a standalone book maybe a movie but like I always feel like books that are like these big series books need to be tv shows because there's so much content in them that you're like this needs to be a tv show like Bridgerton is a tv show now but so much is left out of Bridgerton I but read it was Bridget. so good. It was so good. So beautifully done. And the fact that they added like POC characters and stuff when in the book, there's not even like POC characters. And they added that whole plot line into this, into the TV show. That was great. Amazing. But there was so much left out of the book. And like, but I appreciated that better because I liked the TV show more than I liked the book. Yeah, I think I think the thing is is what I say is like if my favorite like books were to, to be turned into series, they would it has to be like loosely based off of it because like um, like I'm trying to think of like okay, so Colleen Hoover is doing it ends with us, and that's one of my favorite books ever. I think everyone if everyone should read that book even though it's like romance new adult face because it really makes you think but I'm scared because I love and it's it's a very very popular book talk book as well yeah it just Um, it really has blown up recently on book talk like a lot of people are reading it right now a lot of people are reading it and um like I have read Colleen Hoover once again from a really long time ago um and like I'm so excited because she's like she's like if you follow Colleen on um TikTok she's like also like a great person like she's chaotic I love everything about her it's really funny yeah and like and I 
like I'm so scared for that movie because like the characters are so dear to me that like I I I don't want them to mess it up you know what I mean because like I have a I have a way of looking at that book and like obviously other people have a way of looking at that book and then like what the production teams and stuff are doing are going to be like completely different which is why I think the Akatar fandom like kind of freaked out as they should I would also freak out those I mean that that fandom is like you guys like like uh, low-key cult cult mentality I love y'all but like I'm not even a part of it anymore I hate it (laughs) because of how culty it is I'm not even a part of the fandom anymore like I don't think I ever was honestly a part maybe like last over in October um November but then I really started to distance myself because it was just toxic the actor fandom is so toxic like throne of glass fandom is really like okay but like the akatar fandom is the akatar fandom is insane like yeah insane and it's either like insanity to where like you're high functioning insanity or like you're like i'm going to attack every single person i see it's on site yeah and I'm like, I'm just kind of like, man, I just like it and that's it. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, like when I when I posted my Akatar review, because once again, Akatar was shoved down my throat. Like everyone was like, you need to read this. I want I want your opinion, Tish, because like you aren't like you're you like fantasy, but you're not like a fantasy reader. So I want to see your opinion on this. So I was like, okay, I'll read it. Obviously, I didn't like the first book. I was very honest about that in my review. I even said it. I was like, I'm really scared to post this review because I feel like I'm going to be attacked. I was attacked. Like, I was, I had to delete so many comments because I was just like, whoa, let's, like, take it down a notch. Like, books are subjective. I'm not saying I'm trashing the whole series. I'm saying I didn't like the first book. Um, and there were, like, some, of course, some nice people were like, please, like, read the second. You'll love the second. But other people were just like, no one likes the first book. Of course, like, you wouldn't like the first book. Like, look at what your platform is. And I was just like pause like <laughs> I was like let's take a let's 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 breathe like let's take a breather together it was it was scary and so when I posted the second review I was like oh thank god I like the second book because I was not ready to be like attacked again so yeah and I know there's like problems with like you know people a lot of people tag me and like uh Sarah J Mass like uh, how she's a problematic author because like I've t- like I've always been like very vocal about like problematic authors and where I stand and I I actually I don't know much about Sarah J Mass. I've only been tagged in like videos and I haven't done my own research and people were talking about like diversity in the books and I was like guys I don't know how to tell you like I'm not a part of this fandom and you're asking like the wrong person I, I can't have opinions on this because like I don't know maybe like go to like one of the fantasy readers who could like talk to you about this stuff so it's just like I'm I'm new I wouldn't I'm definitely not in the fandom but I'm definitely going to finish the book series off because I, I I do like it thus far but like fandoms can be very very toxic like oh, yeah. very toxic and I tend to stay away from that because I'd rather just like be on the outside and like promote something and be like hi this is nice you should read it and like I don't I don't I don't like like posting negative on like anyone's platform yeah yeah. I I definitely think there's this pressure for you to like every single book you see on Mm -hmm. booktok like there is this immense pressure that if a book is popular you cannot dislike it and I saw a um I don't even remember his name I saw I I saw the video liked it kept scrolling I meant to follow him um but it was this um it was this uh guy and he was talking about children um of blood and bone it's a very popular 
YA series and he's like I hated this book the plot was inconsistent like and people like dissed him so much in the comments and he was like it's my personal opinion like this is something that I I like yes this was a author of color and stuff but like and they were attacking him for being like even though he was a person of color they were attacking him for hating on a person of color author and he's like guys you can not like a book because of the book itself like there's this whole idea in tiktok that you have to like every single book you read and stuff or you have to hate every single book that book talk hates and like i think there's a difference or like me i read akatar not for plot not for me i don't don't read it for i don't read it to I read it to really enrich myself. I don't read it to like enrich myself. I like to enrich myself and like to make me feel good. I read like Song of Achilles. I they both die in the end. Um, like I read like other stuff for like to actually like promote and read and stuff. But like, there's some people who are like, oh, you liked you like to read Akatar? Like, that's so you're uncultured. And I'm like. Ugh. I read yeah. smut for a living now. Like, <laughs> like you really, you really try to diss me. Like, even when even I that, like, I always, I, I have always said, like, on my lives, on my page, like, when someone recommends a book to me and I personally don't like it, I always comment back, like, hey, so sorry, I don't like that book. So glad you enjoyed it. And they can take that one or two ways. Sometimes they take it, most of the time they take it positively, like, okay, that's fine. Other times they're like, why didn't you like that book? And I always have to remind people that books are subjective. Like, you don't need to give every book four to five stars okay like it is okay to be an honest reviewer I am I know this because authors who reach out to me are like even like popular authors the moment I'm like oh I'm hey I'm reading your book they they literally write back they're like I'm so nervous and I'm just like why are you nervous and like because you're like you're an honest reviewer like you'll say what's on your mind if you don't like it or you like or you do like it mm-hmm. and like I and I always say like reviews are for yourself they're not for the author they're not for the fandom like they're for yourself like if you like that book thank god if you didn't like that book also like great like you read it moving on kind of thing but like there's so much pressure I like I especially feel like there's a lot of pressure in like the romance book world because there's certain books that are very very popular and if you don't like those books that means you don't have Den of Vipers yeah I fucking hated Den of sorry I hated I yeah it's okay we hate it here Grace hasn't even read it I don't read it yeah Grace don't read it I that book and look like that's not to say that I'm not in I I can't do certain things but just I I need romance and I need connection if there's no connection when I yeah when I read smut there needs to be a like at least like two percent plot of like a romance in the background like I need that I need that like low-key like little like even the tiniest bit of build-up like I need like the whole like angsty like a a will we won't me kind of thing like I need that like denim vipers I don't ever like I'm known not to like like I never DNF like it's very rare for me to DNF like when I start I finish denim vipers I DNF I was just like I yeah I was just like I'm not I finished it. I had to force myself to finish it. I was like, I have to know, like, that. even with Sainthood, like, I forced myself to finish it, but I did not read the extra epilogue or anything. But, like, I, it, I, I'm not shaming you if you like it. I am not. Right. Like, there, there, I think the reason my problem with Den of Vipers was there was a lot of consent 
issue. That was mine too. That yeah. was that was where I was kind of like there was a lot of blurring between the lines where I'm yeah. like, and especially when there's young, young, young readers reading those too, and you're like, okay. Yeah, um, I had a fifteen year old. Yeah, like I, I, I follow a fifteen year old. I'm not saying who, but like I do follow a fifteen year old book talker. I didn't know she was fifteen until I saw like a Get to Know Me video. Love her, such a sweetheart. Someone sent her a den of vipers, and I was like, what? And it was another fellow book talker, and I was like, in what world? Like, I was like, is that okay? I was like, den of vipers is something you should not be reading. You should not be consuming. Personally, for me, den of vipers, I was just like. I, I get attacked I mean not attacked but people are just like shocked I didn't like it and I'm just like it's okay for me to not like a book it's okay for you oh my god your picture just <laughs> I just saw that yeah just leave it it's fine it's fine um but like it's that was so funny uh but like um Den of Vipers like is one of those books that like is shoved down people's throats yeah. so it's like it's it's hard because like I didn't like it and so people are like oh why is this not on your like <laughs> why is this not on your like smutty rec video or like why is this not on your like dark rec videos or like um like there's so there's so many times I get like people like will comment like why 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 and, I, and I'll tell them I'm like oh because I didn't like it and they're so shocked that I didn't like it but I always tell people like when I read books and people comment back like hey I didn't like that book I respect that I'm like I don't expect everyone to like that book because yeah. people people forget because books really are subjective but because our opinions are so strong we make it objective we're just like okay you need to like this book you need to hate this book and I don't I don't go like towards that trend like I will read whatever book and if I like it I like it and if you hate it you hate it kind of thing so and I respect that so because like it's there is there's this huge thing of people forgetting like there is no universal key of a book that goes along with everybody I mean if that were the case we would not have a different variety of books to read from we read different types of books and different types of stories because not everybody likes the same thing yeah yeah, um, I, I, have I, sure don't. Yes. I have a question. I have a question for you now. Since we kind of went through what kind of things we don't like in romance books, um, what would you say is like your recipe for the perfect romance book? Ooh, I would say, God, there's like so I like have so many favorite like tropes and genres, but I have to say my favorite kind of romance book is like the one where there's a lot of like pining. Like there's like it I love romance books with like build up. Like mm-hmm. I love that build up to that like moment where they finally, finally get together. Like, but I also like the darker romance books. Like I would say like my favorite kind of books are like mafia books because like they're kind of for like it's like they're like forced together because of their like families, but like they fall for each other because they get to know each other. And I really appreciate books like that. Like the love stories that like really make you like like you're you're basically like please just like just just get together those are like my favorite kind of like love stories and like of course like the smut adds to it but like when it's just like when it's just like there's like a moment in time where you know that like they're pining after each other but they can't be together because of like this reason I love those kind of romances 
so i think that's why mafia romances especially the arranged marriage mafia romances are so popular because it's that it's the enemies to lovers but it's that forced love like the forced thing where like you have to deal with this person for the rest of your life i mean some people view marriage as the rest of your life right but um (laughs) um but like they th- that like thing where like you're finally accepting your partner and you've fallen in love with your partner i think that's like i think there's this like negative connotations with like arranged marriages and stuff and like especially since a lot of cultures have that thing where like an arranged marriage where parents will set up an arranged marriage and like in a lot of cultures it's viewed from other cultures from western cultures as very negative and stuff but it can bring sometimes beautiful things and like there are yeah sometimes people don't end up happy but then there are a lot of people who end up very happy in their arranged marriage and stuff and I'm like I noticed like a lot of people will like love those arranged marriage books but then like when they see in the reality they're like oh that's weird and you're like yeah I love I love arranged marriages and marriage of convenience like that's what the trope is called I love those kind of books I don't and like I mean it's very prominent in my culture like I'm South Asian so like that's what I kind of grew up around well my parents are different they're a love marriage but like I've had like cousins getting into arranged marriages and stuff like that um and like I think it's like such a beautiful thing it's like it's like it's dating but in a different format you know that's what arranged marriage is um but like I love those books but like a part of me also really like slow burn like I love slow burn and I think that's really weird for me to say because obviously I'm over here recommending like the really steamy books and slow burn is like you get one scene and like it's a happy ending but the slow burn I love it so much because like the littlest moments are like the biggest things yeah meaningful like it could be like a touch of an elbow and it like it's so intimate and you're just like so drawn in and like it really like my favorite love stories are the ones that like I'm so like deeply drawn into like I feel like I'm in like a different world like I I love that feeling it's the it's the books that like really make me believe in love like uh, like I off the top of my head like the deal Archer's voice like um the fallen men series that I just mentioned all those books like Ravenhood like they made me believe in love and like it like those are the best kinds of stories like the ones that really make you like think and make you believe in stuff so because it's like when there's those like intimate moments it's not like we were talking a little bit about like the female gaze and everything and how we're females we we look at men and yeah we can look at their hard rock abs and be like oh yeah he's he looks nice but the connection isn't there right you know? we'll we'll be, we'll appreciate how they look and be like yeah but then when we find out more about them when we find a connection that's why when we find like these stars like that they're funny or that they can make us laugh or that they're sweet or that they're romantics at heart we're just like oh my gosh like yes you know but it's because we build that connection in them we think and we see more to them and so in books when we start seeing behind the pretty face or behind the tough rock hard rock solid like demeanor when we start seeing little things behind the curtain the personality yeah you start getting invested you start wondering what does this person think about what do they go through through day to day and that kind of like helps build like a stronger partnership and that's kind of like why arranged marriages work is because like number one the arranged marriages oftentimes like in real life 
I'll go based on real life. Real life arranged marriages, it, it works a lot easier than like, you know, other two people just getting together because they're coming from the same background. They're coming from the same religion. They're coming from the same types of families. So they have a lot already in common. It's not like they have to learn something completely new about somebody who they cannot connect with. They already have those things to bond with, but now it's about the, the things about like the rest that makes them person who they are how they work, how they struggle, those things end up building a great partnership that ends up building a great life. You know, that arranged marriages are like the soft hidden, like, yes point, because it's just like that partnership is like perfect. And that's what makes my romances. If the partnership works well together. Yeah. I like, I think I've always said it. Like I, like when I do get married, I want to marry my best friend. Like, oh. I think like, like that's, that's the type of like love I want because at the end of the day, like you want to like, s- like you want to sleep next to someone and you want to talk about like the little things along with the big things. And I think those are the types of romances like I lean towards, whether it doesn't matter what trope, whether it's like a, a forbidden romance, a marriage of convenience, mafia, like, like, um like dark romance, whatever it is. Like, I love the ones that are based in like, they have like a type of relationship first that's like very based in like friendship in a way. Mm-hmm. Now I wouldn't say friends to lovers, but it's it starts like it kind of starts yeah. that way. It's kind that's of almost like, like it's that initial like that igniting it is the yeah even it yeah like even if it's enemies to lovers like the like it's that moment it's that moment where they lean on each other and and wow. they have that like connection where they like bond and like it's it's almost like you know like the trope like um touch her and I'll kill you it's like that like you like I want to kill her but if you touch her I'll kill you kind of thing like oh it's like God. yeah like yeah. those are one of those are like my favorite kinds of things because it's just like I like I want to protect this person but I'm also like fighting my connection with that person at yeah. the same time yeah. and so so I saw someone a while back on TikTok kind of like break down the enemies and lovers romance they're like oh yeah a lot of people want enemies to lovers romance but I don't want that I want enemies to uh, forced to work together, to somewhat understanding each other, to mutual um, respect, to going through a traumatic event that unearths <laughs> some pining for each other and attraction that ends up into like mutual pining and then to friendship to finally- yeah lovers it's like a whole stage it's like you're going through such a high emotion but there's so many different layers to get to it and friends to lovers is like that last like final thing you yeah. know it brings the relationship I think it's so funny because like when you said like I want to marry my best friend um fun fact this is definitely like a Wattpad story-esque um my so best funny. friend and I um my best friend from middle from elementary school him and I have been friends since kindergarten um I think two summers ago we promised each other if we weren't married by 30 we would marry each other I'm this is such a Wattpad story I love this my best friend and I have a pact a marriage pact that if neither of us are married or in a relationship by our 30s we're going to get together (laughs) and like the funny thing is is like we planned on like getting an apartment together after like um after college and stuff because like we've been best friends forever like even though I've moved and everything he's the constant one person in my life that like 
even though we don't talk like it's that friend that like even if you don't talk to like every yes. single day every month you're still so close to each other and you can talk about anything together that's my person and that's yeah. somebody that I want in a relationship so it's so funny that like I have that pact so if Josh is ever seeing this hi Josh hi Josh <laughs> still on it's just been like two years but definitely I think that's yeah. I just like to add that when you're talking to like marrying your best friends like yeah Man. I have that pact with my best friend where we're like our parents were like friends when we lived in Texas together I grew up with him and like a whole group of guys that like we were all best friends and stuff but he's like my main he's your main yeah yeah I have two guy best friends who I haven't talked to in about two years um we grew up together and my main guy best friend he I feel like he at one point had a huge crush on me when we were growing up um, but he's younger than me. He's a few years younger than me. And at the, you know, when you're kind of too close to age, a few years younger is a lot. Yeah. Um, obviously now that, you know, we're both older, it's the couple of years is not that much, but um, unfortunately we don't have that uh, close, that pact to married. Cause like he would, he would probably hate me at that point. <laughs> um, and then my other one, he is also similar and I think he had a thing for me when I was dating somebody oh so kind six of year guy? what six years guy no 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 oh, oh was I dating him yeah I was dating six oh. years guy. so I you should have swooped in you, oh, know. you know what's funny okay so I'm gonna tell this story um I was dating somebody um for about six years on and off toxic bad relationship but we've all been there it's okay yeah. um so he was actually my second relationship ever and um it's crazy because like my two best friends we know each other because we're swimmers together so we grew up swimming together and they're both lifeguards now I could have been a lifeguard but I didn't want to be one so he was working as a lifeguard and my ex was also a lifeguard. I don't know what it is about lifeguards, but anyways. This is like a Wattpad story. I'm, I'm it really it. is. Somebody take notes <laughs> and make this into a story. So um, this, the six-year one, we'll call him, we'll call him Ben. We'll call him <laughs> Ben. And Ben, he and I would do these things like after work, we would go swimming at pools, at you know, pulse. And so we're like, okay, we'll go swim, work out actual swim. Right. But before we would jump in the water, we'd make out in the car and, you know, things like that. And then one day it kind of just progressed very quickly and first intimate encounter right there. And then we got out the car and then we went to go swim. Right. And before this, he had introduced me to his brother as his coworker. And I was like, oh, cool, cool, okay. So then we're swimming and then like I look up in on the tower and then my friend looks up, he's like, Grace? And I'm like, oh, hey, hey. And then we started talking right there. I'm in the water, he's in the lifeguard tower. And then Ben swims up behind me. He's just like, hey. And then I'm just like, oh, hey. And I'm like, oh, um, 
<laughs> Alex, this is Ben, um, my coworker. And he goes like, your coworker? Ooh, girl. <laughs> coworker? And I was just like, yeah, yeah, you're just my coworker. And then he's like, cool. And he takes off. And then Alex, my, my friend, he like looks down at me and he's just like, damn, why you got to do the boy like that? And I'm just like, what? I mean, that's what he said we were. And he's just like, ah, so that's your flavor of the month. And like pretending that I have all these guys. And I'm just like, yeah, apparently that's him. He's just like, damn, I can't believe you did that to him. Don't do that. Go talk to him. And I'm just like, no, like he can deal with it. So then I swim back to his side because it's like a really long pool. And then he stops, Ben stops me. And he's just like, I can't believe you just said that. I was your coworker after what just happened. And I'm just like, well, what did just happen? Explain to me what just happened. And then he's just like, man, I'm not even going to talk about this. And then he just leaves. And I'm just like, okay, well, then there you go. We're not having this conversation. Then that's what it is. And I will always remember that interaction between my best friend and him. Cause it's like such, I can picture it. Like he said, like a Wattpad story. I can picture that moment happening where the guy has to admit that he has actual feelings, but he never wants to say anything until some other guy pops up. Yeah. I feel like all like opposite like best friends like like a guy and a girl like at one point like we do get feelings for the other person but it's it's very rare it's at the same time and it works out it's always like like, times always see I dated Josh (laughs) (laughs) but it was was, this is a second chance romance is what you're getting at like this was in like sixth grade though so did it really count no no it didn't no. count. It was in sixth grade. I think I was in love. I think we got, I think I got married to another guy in like second grade. This is great. I've had so many marriages at this point. I don't even know where to count it. I've had none. So you guys are way ahead of me. I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't the girl that was like liked, uh, like high, like middle school, high school, no. college came up and then everyone's like, let's all try to get at her. And I was like, what? the hell is going on like what happened to me in college where every every guy is just like let's try to get at tish and then i went to arizona state okay um, yeah like from la right i'm from la and so everyone was just like oh let's try to get a tish and then i went to law school and like even in my late 20s it's like like i truth be told i really didn't like any relationship I've been in, I felt like it was very short term. I told myself that because I was so focused on like law school and like my own goals, like boys were, I always said like boys come and go GPAs forever. Like that was like my motto. (laughs) And so I like, didn't really care for them. Now, like guys are like starting to orbit back into like my vision, but like, it's like, of course it would be like in the middle of a pandemic when I can't really like date and like actually put myself out there. Um, But it's, it's crazy. it's crazy that you're saying this this like whole shift when you went to college because we were talking about this yesterday um on our live I think and so I basically explained it like this like that society has like you know the beauty standard like the scale like if you're a 10 or whatever right so this one woman said on TikTok she was just like it's not that you're not attractive it's that you're living in the wrong city. And she basically explained it like this, that 
you may be like a five where you're living, but you move to it somewhere else and you're like an automatic 20. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the struggle for us who live in LA. Yeah. Nobody, well, I don't live there anymore, but I'm still going to count it. Um, we, LA has like a beauty standard that's like so up there. Yeah. LA is just like, it's funny. Cause like people say they're like, it's like, if you're, it's like, if you're ugly in LA, you're not really ugly. You're just yeah. ugly in LA standards. Yeah. And like, I don't like I moved back to LA and like people like it's weird because like beauty standards have shifted kind of Mm -hmm. like in a way because like I'm like thicker right like that's like my body type but I'm obviously not slim thick which is what the body type like when people are like I like thick girls what they mean is like I like fashion nova girls yeah like I like girls that are just like fashion nova that's not my body type now like I guess I fit into LA like standards in a way but like still not like I'm still not slim thick and I'm also not like beach blonde Barbie um like I'm not Kylie Jenner but I'm also not like Paris Hilton so it's just like you know, so it's, it's hard. Um, like, I don't know. I think like, I think I definitely transformed in college. I think that's why like, I started getting attention. Cause like high school me was just like, I mean, I look completely different than I do from high school to now, but even like on TikTok, when I get like compliments, like you're like, like sometimes people be like, you're like one of the prettiest people I know on book talk. And I'm just like it. And I, I will literally like my most, my most viral video, like this video stays getting like, it's not even on smut, by the way, this video is like my most emotional reads ever. Like that stays getting likes. I don't even know how much likes it has anymore. I just know it's over like a hundred K views, like at this point. And like, I am literally like in a braid, coconut oil is in my hair. It's like my greasy ass hair. Like I'm in my PJs. Um, like in a ratty shirt and like some of the comments were like you're literally the most beautiful person I've seen on TikTok and I'm just like what I was like have you seen the people on TikTok I'm like Addison Ray in general I'm just like that girl rules TikTok what makes you think and then someone was like if there were like baddies on book talk you'd be one of the baddies and I'm just like I don't know if y'all are not exposing yourself to other book talkers but like thank you so much for the compliment it made my entire year but I'm just like expose yourself more because like <laughs> same same I swear when somebody is just like oh my gosh you're so pretty or whatever or like you know I I'm I'm, I start feeling myself and I'm like I'll I'll post like you know like a thirst trap book talk video or whatever it's more for me but then like I'll get compliments and I'm just like but it but I'm not but I'm not so you yeah you feel like they're lying like I always feel like they're lying I'm like okay you don't have to make yourself feel better by complimenting me like stop that's what I always feel like whenever somebody's like oh my god you're so pretty and stuff or like I'll be on live and somebody will be like oh my gosh you're so pretty and I'm like right I'm like where are you looking at I'm like yeah is there a ghost behind me or something? I do not. It'll all, and it'll always be like when I'm not made up. Like when people are yeah. just like, you're so, like when I'm on live and I'm like chilling with like my followers, they'll be like, you're so pretty. And I'm just like, are you saying that? Cause you're nice, but we are our own worst enemies. Like we will never see ourselves the way other people see us. Like that's just a fact. Like, like I can, for like, I think it's because we grew up once again, like representation is really important. We, like I grew up in the generation of like, 
models like okay like what I grew up with in the early 90s I mean I'm not 90s whoa like well yeah 90s and 2000s if I'm being honest like it was like skin like size two to zero stick skinny girls and Mm -hmm. then when I entered my 20s to now the body type is like slim thick fashion nova girls so it's like a huge body dysmorphia from like stick skinny girls to slim thick girls and you're just like like where and like when you're in the middle like me between those girls and like you're like an average you're an average size and you you, you're also like not white and like you don't fit the white beauty standards it's really really hard to take those compliments so when people give it to you you're just like are you are you trying to make me feel I mean it's it's helping but like I it's okay like you don't need to lie to me like it's okay so it's always like that it's just like and on top of that like you know I guess it does help that that we're not white sorry Maggie sorry (laughs) (laughs) I have my own problems that I deal with but I I understand where you're coming from about the like not being able to take compliments because I we talked about this on live like body dysmorphia I mean you were talking about like that like I suffer from that I will yeah I suffer continuously still I thought I was fat in high school and no one was fat in high school like we all thought we were like bigger and like terrible in high school and I'm just like the body that I had in high school is the one that I would die for now like (laughs) I would die for that body (laughs) and I would like want to shake like sit like teenage tish and be like embrace this body (laughs) like like oh man like it's hard but no it's 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 uh it's it's like for TikTok especially like I always say it like being like a woman of color on TikTok is hard. Like I always say it like Amon was the only other person or the only other brown girl I knew that was like making it like big, big and she's made it big. Mm-hmm. And then so like when people and people were like, well, you're making it big now too. Like I consider like I always get like, I consider you the romance, but like one of like actually the romance book talker. And so when people say that, I'm just like, I kind of freak out because I'm just like, oh shit like please but at the same time like I do get dms from like women of color who are just like thank you for like actually like using your platform and looking the way you do because like you helped me start my platform and I think that's so important but like you are your own worst enemy like I always say that on the live like today I was on live and people were like I don't know if I want to start book talk because I'm scared of getting hate and I was like but why do it like you're still you're gonna get hate regardless like you know this but like just do it because you love it but and and someone was like what if I don't like how I look and I was like I I was like girl I have posted with like pimple cream on my face I promise you like it's okay like just do it because you love it and like do it because like if you're okay with yourself or at least for that day if you're okay with yourself that's like all that matters so yeah I definitely get that um I wanted to start like a booktube for a while and I finally did I saw I said like I said like F it. I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to post like I already shit post. So my book, my booktube content is just going to be rants, me drinking boba, ranting about smutty books and As you should. calls. that's literally what it's all going to be like. That's, that's my brand. That's, that's what I am. And is there probably going to be a 40 minute video of the off campus versus the Kings of Rittenhouse and the Fulton U? 
yes, I have planned for a 40 minute rant on. And you know what? Those are all my favorites. I have very, very opinionated views on all of them. So I can't wait to see this video. So I'm going to start planning for it after this week when I have my big accounting test. Like next weekend, I'm going to start planning and writing out like all my problems and issues. I haven't, I haven't read Kings of Rittenhouse yet. So I read Off Campus, obviously, and I read Fulton You. I haven't read Kings of Rittenhouse. I finally put it on my wish list, hoping like someone gets it for me. I'm like, please, one of my rich followers. It's on please, um, Kindle. Okay, you. I, I know, I know, but I, I'm like, I'm like a psycho now, where I'm just like, I want to collect all the books. Yeah, I've I become like a hoarder. I want people to like buy books for me, but I almost like don't buy books. For yeah, me. I always say that. I'm just like, I have too many already as it is, but like. Honestly, I think I'm gonna start putting Kindle books because if you can buy me a Kindle book when it's like three nine and you want me to read it for you and review it, I'll definitely do that. But like, I definitely have planned for like, I've been thinking about what I'm gonna be talking about in the video. But like, Kings of Rittenhouse was so similar, and so was Fulton You that I was just like. So I read, obviously, I read Off Campus in 2016. I read uh, uh, Fulton You in 2019 is when it came out. Mm-hmm. Did it? I haven't read uh, Kings of Rittenhouse. Did you read Briar You too? Yeah, I'd read, I've read Briar You. So when I read Fulton You, the first book, I was just like, I was like getting deja vu. And I was like, why is this? So-? I was like, what is this Guess reminding me already. of? You already yeah. guessed the plot guess the plot and I was just, but then I also like I really I I my my opinion is that Fulton U is 1010% better than Briar U not off campus it's a thousand percent better than Briar U like I don't I didn't like Briar U and people always ask me why don't you recommend Briar U and I was like oh because I didn't like it I only liked one book and it was the risk and that's the one I recommend all the time off of Briar U this is so good though (laughs) yeah I was like but Jake is Garrett in a different font like Jake is literally Garrett but in a different different font font. and like and Brianna Brianna is that her name she's literally Sabrina in a different font I was just like it's literally so I but I, I loved Fulton U. We, uh, mo- I think I liked Fulton U a lot better than Briar U because we finally got like plus size rep yeah. in a way, in a way that like, cause plus size rep is so hard to find in books because the girl always ends up hating herself. Yeah. She goes on a crazy diet and I hate that in new adult books. Like she goes on a diet, she loses it like a, a extreme diet. She talks about how she hates herself. She talks about how like guys don't like her. And I'm just like, can we get a character who yeah. has, who, who, who's plus size and can have off days? Like, but yeah. she's okay with how she looks. Like, can we get a character like that? I think L. Kennedy tried that with the dare, but I dislike Taylor so much because she. I don't even remember the dare. I don't. The dare was that was our plus size rep in Briar U. Um, it was like Taylor. Right, because I and 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 Fulton U. We got plus size rep in the third one, and she was okay with her body. And we got a guy who like was just like, you don't need to diet, and she didn't diet. And I was like, oh my god, finally a plus size rep where like she's like the main thing is not like her being a plus size girl, which is the same thing I have with like, like I always say like when there's um a black woman or woman of color, like the plot point of like that should not be racism. Like I don't need to read about another like couple who's dealing with racism. Let, let's just let them live and fall in love and just like do them kind of thing. So I think that's why I liked Fulton you a lot more, like a lot more. I have, I haven't read Kings of Rittenhouse. I'm actually reading that like yeah. next week and I'm so excited. So we'll I, see if I like it. 
So I agree with that. Sorry, Grace, we're totally leaving you out of this conversation. But like, I agree that like Fulton U, I think especially with the um, the way that they dealt with the plus size was definitely better than L. Kennedy because L. Kennedy's, I totally forgot about what happened versus in the Fulton U. I know, I remember everything in that book. Like, yeah, the letters, top tier. That was such oh. a plot point. But I, the thing is, is like, I don't know why, but it was so similar to Briar U. And that's why I was a little, I was a little turned off by it. Cause I was like, it, why is it so, like, I know it's football players or hockey players, but it was so similar that I was like, hmm. Yeah. I wonder if like Elle and Maya, like, I don't know if they're friends, but like, it was, I mean, if I caught it and I was like a really, like, I, I haven't read off campus in a long time. Like I, I do reread the deal like at least like once a year, but I haven't read it through in a long time since yeah. it ended. But when I read Fulton U, which was like two years ago, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, whoa, yeah. this is very, very similar. But I think it was only like book one that was very similar. And then two, three, four, I yeah, would say I weren't, weren't the- I feel like the so. the Kings of Rittenhouse is a lot similar to off campus. I think that's I, one where it's major similarities where you're like, whoa like yeah I've heard that because like it's the same like plot points and like tropes I know there's borderline like plagiarism yeah I've 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 heard that and so it's interesting because people are because like that that's also one of the series that people are like please read I want to know your opinion because you're like an OG off-campus reader and I was like okay I'm gonna read it because I really like Maya and I've 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 featured both Maya and L Kennedy on my page um and like Maya's even reached out to me she's like please read like blah blah blah. and I'm just like okay I will because I like really like you but I really want to see if like I like feel the same way about it so that's it's it's hard because like I also like I'm very keen on like not featuring authors who plagiarized on my page like I'm I don't know if it was it was straight it was just a lot of similarities that I caught on to as I was reading the books where I was like this happens already in a book that I already know about yeah and I'm like it, it just it felt like that deja vu thing where you're like um how is this and I I also looked up the dates when they were published to like see like when was off campus published versus when was the Kings of Rittenhouse they, published. they're like I know I know Kings of Rittenhouse and Briar but not off campus but Briar U was like they were like back to back so like Briar U Briar U ended in 2019 I think Kings of Rittenhouse ended in like early 2020 I, I believe yeah. so it was pretty back to back but I mean, I have no idea, but I, it's funny because so many people, like my DMs were flooded with like, please read Kings of Rittenhouse, please read Kings of Rittenhouse. And I was I, like, okay, okay, I got it. I, have, I think my Fulton U review did really, really well because a lot of people, I feel like, like Fulton U, but not a lot of people like Rittenhouse. Um, oh, okay. I love Fulton U. But Fulton I U love was Fulton. So Fulton U was really good. Um, yeah. So let's change the subject because we want to add Grace. Grace, yeah, compare so is that the one that I have to read first? Is Fulton you the one that I go to first? No. No, off campus off is the campus. one you go to first first for sure. I have a feeling Grace will really like Dean. If she's I were to choose gonna love Garrett. She's gonna love Garrett. Really? You think what, she's, I don't know Grace what, as well. Melissa okay. Melissa really liked um really Melissa and I were talking about it last night on the live and we decided that like Grace would really like Garrett or Tucker. 
Hey, so my two favorites, Grace. We have the same taste because everyone knows I'm like Tucker supremacy on my account. It's like Garrett or Tucker. They're like head to head, which is why I refuse to do like, you know how everyone's like ranking the off-campus boys and Briar you boys? Yeah, no. So I'm not, I, I have it saved, but I'm like scared to hit send because I'm like, if people come at me, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to have it. I'm looking, at my, I'm looking at my audio and I have 53 videos on that audio. <laughs> people came for me in the comments when I put Tucker last people were like this is Tucker slander and I was slander. like <laughs> I think I literally I think I saw that and I was just like I like didn't comment but I was just like I'm shocked like that's my boy like, <laughs> like he just wasn't my type and that's the thing is he just like right. I really liked every single book but he just wasn't my type and that like people were like why is he like the last and I literally was like guys he's not my type that's why he is last like I still yeah. liked him like I still enjoyed the story but I just didn't like him as much as I liked the other guys so that must mean that Tucker and Garrett are like kind of obnoxious a little bit a little bit sarcastic a little bit fun playful is that what no I'm that's see see that's why I think she would like Dean because like what she's describing is I think you'll like Dean I and think Garrett. I like Logan. Logan more than Dean. I don't think you'll like Logan. I have a feeling it's because like I'm basing it off just based on Cassian and who Cassian reminds that's me true, of. That's true. So I think it's going to be Dean and Garrett. Like I think like Tucker's more of like the quiet. Tucker's Azrael. Okay. We're doing like fantasy terms. Whoa. He's like the quiet. He's but like the quiet one. Was- but he wasn't really good Azriel. He wasn't a good Azriel. That's what I felt like. No, he's like he's like a quiet southern boy that's like a freak in the bed. Like you're okay, just I like when you- it was the southern boy that turned me off because I oh see I south. love when we get I, southern boys. <laughs> I grew up in Texas, so like southern boys are just like I'm just annoyed at southern boys. Like okay, but like I I see I- he was trying like I, I understood she tried to write him as like the Azrael guy like the quiet freak in the sheets guy but I just no I just couldn't get behind that yeah, yeah. I love Tuck so but Fitz <laughs> look at her she's like but Fitz see for me it was like but Jake I like got to Jake and oh, I was like, Fitz and Jake are like my top two out of the whole whole series yeah. okay anyways okay. explain to me someone who has never read this this series um what's it about okay hockey boys in short hockey no it's so off campus is about four roommates right you meet them in the first book and they're about a hockey team one of the, the first book is on the hockey team captain his name is Garrett he's like everyone's love he's like the cocky like man on campus that like every girl wants to get with and he's like obviously like he's like the one guy and he like refuses to date someone like he's just like I don't want a relationship I'm going to the NHL I don't need this right now meets this girl because he's that uh already based on that I'm like yeah yeah he meets this girl because he's failing a class and she has a really good grade in the class and he's just like I need this girl to tutor me because I will be kicked off the hockey team you can see where it goes from there okay and then the rest of them like Logan Logan is like his best friend I mean they're all his best friend but Logan's like his that's his boy his his yeah so you meet Logan and he's like he's like the 
how would you just, he's like fam he's like family oriented and like but he's also like very very cocky and he like they're is all key. really cocky they're all of them extremely cocky all like, of them are very cocky like all of them are cocky in different fonts i would say like i would say the most cocky is dean like he's the playboy he is the one that is literally like you are like what is wrong like why are you like this dean but you also like are in love with him like he's just the playboy who like gets every girl doesn't take anyone seriously and then you have tucker who's also cocky but he's the quiet one and he, he's like the mother hen of like all of them and he's just like please like let's get it together but he but he's a freak in the sheets they're all freaks in the sheets but like yeah okay so that's okay. what it's about let me hear more about the second one what was the second one uh, the second logan. one logan oh yeah okay so continue with logan <laughs> logan Logan is the cocky playboy who like doesn't believe and like love and like he gets into he meets this like I'm not gonna tell you what happens let's just say he meets this freshman he's a senior and, and he meets her like randomly and they like start up this like hookup session and they end up like falling for each other but there's more complications than that and like he confuses his love for someone else um as something else let's just say that let's say he falls for the wrong person thinking it's love but it's not love mm -hmm. so that's logan dean is like the cocky playboy who hooks up with everyone and is like the love of everyone's life because he's so beautiful like he's literally described as like an old hollywood movie star and he's like um super rich. super rich super rich like rich rich and um he ends up like starting he's old money rich he's old money rich and he ends up like starting a fling with um the the first heroine's best friend so and like it's like low-key like like looked down upon because like the best friend is getting out of her relationship and she doesn't want anything serious tucker my man um is like the quiet mother hen who's also cocky but is like a southern charm he ends up starting a relationship with dean's rival like the girl like dean has a rival and it's this girl that he always fights with um and i thought they were going to be enemies forever i thought it was going to be dean i did and too i thought it was going to be them two together too yeah it's it, but it's it's tucker and her and they end up like hooking up and things arise and like she's like this badass like woman who like ends up going to law school so it's the one that people fan casted me as and i basically fucking like sobbed when people I were saw just, that like, making well, that you there sound were, like five so different funny. fan casts you sound so, like I, they were like so many people made like by so many i mean like five different people made fan casts of me and i was just like i'm good i'm so good like i was like i never have wanted to be fan cast but the fact that y'all think of me as sabrina is so nice because she's white but like that's so nice <laughs> but uh yeah so okay like, so based based on these quick summaries of these <laughs> um what I'm hearing is I like the second one. So Logan. Logan. Garrett for sure. Um, Dean, not so much. Tucker, a little bit, but I feel like I'm usually the mother hen of the group and I can't get with another mother that's, hen. That's, that's yeah. the reason why I don't like Tucker is because I'm the mother hen of the group. So like, I don't like that when somebody else is the mother hen of the group. That's and like, hilarious. I, I don't know why. Like, yeah. Tucker is just, he just, I didn't like, he's supposed to be my type because that's what my type is, but he, 
Like, if you no, know, what it I'm, makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. know. If I, who knows? Who knows? I might come out of this series and be like, Dean was where it's at. And I, he- I, I don't know. I feel like my money's on Dean for you. If we were going to make a bet, like when you do read it, my money is on Dean. Well, for sure, Garrett, because everyone loves Garrett. I will ride or die for that man until like death. But like, I have, I don't know. My money's on, my money's on Garrett. And if we're doing Briar You for you, I think my money's on Fitzy for you. I don't so. think Fitz would be hers. I oh, think right. You're, you're right. Jake. Or Jake? Hunter. Actually, I would think Hunter would be more Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Hunter would be her type. So Grace, yeah. is, I'm going to give you my Kindle login after this. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So you can read it, okay? I'm going to uh, make a little library in my Kindle. Grace needs to read. We're shooting for Dean? I'm shooting for Dean for you. She's, I think, shooting for Logan for you. I think I'm shooting for Garrett. Or, or Garrett's already. Okay, we have. To, yeah, Garrett's already given it. Minus Garrett, if we were to choose the other three boys, I would choose a Dean for you. Okay. So I would choose like if I if it so happens that I don't like any of them, but Garrett is the only one, then you we're both, both right. Yeah. Yeah, we both win. I'm gonna. So. I think I'm gonna shoot for. I'm gonna shoot for Dean too because I like Logan. <laughs> Are you a Logan girl? I don't remember your like rankings. Um, I, I can mine. pull it up real quick. I was looking at it. it. I it got surprisingly so like it was like d- not a lot of people liked how I ranked them, but a lot of people liked the video and like used the sound. <laughs> um, so let me just wait for it to go through. But like, I just did it on a whim. I literally did it. Like I thought, oh my gosh, I should finish the series. I was like, I should just rank them. And I made this. I made the video and stuff, posted it, and then I was getting like so many comments and stuff about what happened I was like yeah I get asked like at least like three times on a live they're like can you please rank the boys and I'm just like you guys are not I was like I feel like you're not gonna like my rankings like okay. some of your favorites are like gonna be on the bottom and I'm not trying to be attacked right now. so I'm a little surprised by my ranking myself so one is Fitz I can see that two is Dean so I changed my mind you get Logan I stay <laughs> I understand now why I like Dean seeing this like seeing this lineup I'm like okay this makes sense and then I have Jake which okay, it's Jake makes sense it's Jake. Um, yeah and then I have Logan and then I have Garrett <laughs> you have Garrett are you okay <laughs> no wonder people attacked you oh my god <laughs> And then I have Hunter, and then I have Connor, and then I have Tucker. Like that is okay. I understand. I'm the Garrett. What is no wonder people? I'm sure half the comments are like, "Are you okay for putting Garrett?" That <laughs> Garrett low? slander all of the building. It is Garrett. That is Garrett slander. I mean, I don't comment hate, but if I did, I would put Garrett slander on there. <laughs> but like, I think it's like. I literally thought like okay what guys do I think of first like what guys do I automatically think in my head and Garrett was not a guy that I automatically thought in my head I like when I do these ratings I I do it based on like how much I like them if I were to do it on like who I would hook up with in real life uh, it would probably be like Fitz and Garrett like (laughs) but I would not put Fitz on top I don't I didn't like Fitz I was just like eh like he could he's probably like yeah I loved Fitz. I was so excited to read about Fitz when I was reading off campus. Like yeah. The last, I think when I was reading Dean's book, I was excited to read about Fitz. So I was yeah. 
it's, yeah it makes sense it's it's fine if books are subjective but that's hilarious I know you want for that because I was just like I was like the way you were I was like where's Garrett like I was waiting for his name I know you, I know you got like, I'm gonna now comment I'm, is justice for Garrett like it's like <laughs> the top comments are like one is like Garrett at five the audacity <laughs> the audacity I'm gonna now look at these comments and I'm just gonna like go after this like, like podcast is done I'm gonna go through this video and look at the comments because oh that's my, hilarious so funny. and it's funny because off like, campus is low-key like a cult now like Akatar, it's starting to become like that and I'm just like everyone like take take a breather like, I'm just, I feel like, like I okay. need to reread now even though I read it in March I feel like I need to reread already yeah I'm probably gonna reread before the legacy but like let's see because I have so many books I need to read that I can't I'm I can't. I'm, I'm honestly a little bit scared to read them because of like you know so many people love them or whatever and this is gonna be my jump back into new adult romance so I would but like Grace I would say I my I think it's like my fifth video ever I talked about off, off campus in December and how I introduce this, this as is like it's a really good beginner romance yeah I would agree getting into into like I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend I and I don't I do not recommend off campus to like my people who like darker smuttier like romances it's a really good leeway into it's a like light a, romance it's yeah a it's and it definitely introduces you because I was now introduced to all my romance stuff through off campus. That's what literally yeah. off campus is what started my like smut train. That's yeah. good. It's like, I'm, you know, it's kind of like that thing of like, you don't want to start a series because it has so much hype around it. Right. Like, so many books out there that I'm not picking up because of the hype around it. And because I'm terrified, I'm not going to like it. Like yeah. I, I think part of it is the reason why I haven't really gotten into Six of Crows is because so many people like it so <laughs> I was just thinking Six of Crows when you were saying like. <laughs> I know, I know I will love it because I do love like the found family trope. I like, you know, them working together. And like, I love the heist thing because like, I love movies like that. But like something is stopping me from picking it up and like reading it because so many people around like it. Um, that's how I am kind of with Throne of Glass. Like I, I want to like stay away from it until no one's talking about it and then I can jump into I it. I mean nobody's not gonna ever not talk about it though. No one yeah, yeah that's the thing and then with the show coming out we'll show coming out today for those of you listening to the show yeah you know sorry <laughs> sorry to those of you who hear I haven't read Six of Crows I'm sorry. Oh I, I forgot am- it comes out today. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Friday, the 23rd is when this episode airs. Literally, I'm going to be in accounting. I'm coming fresh out of an accounting test. I am reading The Crown of Gilded Bones, finishing that, and then I am straight binge watching um, The New Shadow and Bones. So that's why I'm also taking a break from TikTok is I'm going to leave the internet while I'm (laughs) I'm leaving the internet while I read The the crown of gilded bones and watching shadow and bone because i do not want any spoilers and oh I yeah trust book talk because of spoilers. and and um jla issued like this thing of like you know how like i tried to do like a spoiler free on my yeah. account access jla she's like no spoilers for a whole month okay and i was like i love it 
and so like yeah. we're on his spoiler facebook group are you are, do you happen to i haven't i that's blood and ash right is that what you guys yeah. are talking about okay so i have so blood and ash i'm starting next week i finally bought like i finally like jumped the gun and bought the kindle version um i've had it actually and but that's like everyone's like when i tell you the amount of people who come at me and that's i'm just cult. like you it's a cult they're like read this now it was so it was like akatar and from blood and ash people were just like going head to head in my comments of like tish you need to read this now and i'm just like okay i'll tackle one at a time i feel like i might like from blood and ash a little bit more though because a lot yeah because a lot of people keep saying like it's much more in your realm and i'm just like huh interesting so i'm really excited to dive in but i i'm I'm thankfully my for you page is not book talk, which is wild to people. It's not, it's like food. All I, all I have on my for you page is food. So I don't really get spoilers. So I'm really happy. Akatar has been spoiled for me for like ages to come. Like I've, I've given up on like trying to hide from Akatar spoilers. So I think, um, did you read YA when you were younger? Yeah, for sure. I read, I like, I didn't jump into like the new adult, like, uh, adult romance world until I was you know, I, honestly when I was in my 20s like I was when you were a new I was adult. <laughs> when I was a new literally when I was a new adult so I was much more into like I I stayed in like the YA section so like I think my favorite I I don't like my favorite book series was Hush Hush it's not talked I feel like it would it's like Hush Hush is more about like angels violent angels yeah stuff. yeah it's like demon that, stuff that, and then, but, but that came out like so it was it's crazy because it was like the vampire phase the werewolf phase and then the angel fallen angel yeah phase. yeah and of, like, the vampire werewolf phase hell hell yeah i was totally oh, yeah. was part of that you're my people yeah. dish i was totally a part of that i was like team werewolf all the way i'm still team werewolf i feel like i don't know why but i feel like werewolves are just 10 times hotter to me i don't know if it's because they're like bigger men like i just I imagine them as like that's definitely me too uh, but um, people say that I give off werewolf vibes and I'm just you like, do. Yeah, you do. Hell yeah. I could totally what? see that. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I think you I could do. totally see you in a pack. I watched Teen Wolf and like, it's so funny. Girl, the way Avon rides for Dylan O'Brien, I was like, girl, we might have to fight, but it's okay. I'll take Chris Evans. You'll take Dylan O'Brien. But I loved Teen Wolf. Like I loved Teen Wolf. Loved so Teen Wolf yeah. was it. I okay. was like, bring it so back. In that case, um, since you're part of like, since you and I kind of grew up with like the same age stuff, um, from Blood and Ash. I left out. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bring back, bring back the smut. Like, <laughs> like from from Blood and Ash will definitely bring a little bit of nostalgia. Cool, 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 cool. Um, in like a new way. And yeah, it's fantasy, which I know that you're not really into, but um it's not that I'm not into fantasy. I just think that oh. fantasy has so much hype at TikTok. And it like I for me, it's like it's been so overexposed that I get scared to jump into it. Because like if I have a different opinion, people on fantasy book talk yeah. will like attack me for it. So it, I I I will always read something once at least. So yeah, it's not too, like what I mean is like it's not like super super high fantasy. 
Okay, cool. That yeah. I can do. It's, it's fantasy, but it's um, it's, it's more of a romance book. It it, it yeah. want a romance. It's a romance book where romance is like the main plot driver. Cool, like, cool. Yes, so that's a subplot of fantasy, and there's like there's vampire werewolves in it. Um, the main thing is it's a romance book. It won a romance award for Goodreads. Like it's cool, cool. It's, it's a romance book. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like Avatar where romance is like the main thing and there's mm-hmm. plot, but it's just better where the romance is better and the plot is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For a lot of people were like, you're gonna like from Blood and Ash much more than you like Avatar. Yeah. And I'm like You have to put like because Pauline has read it too. You have to put like all of us in a group chat where you send us your reaction. Uh, I, 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 I really like, want to. I will. I will Maybe do it. That's that group chat with the with all of us so that we can see what your reactions are. Yeah, I like Pauline will get my reactions from like time to time. Mostly I'll get her reactions because like for for example, like I kind of told her I kind of forced off campus down her throat. I forced Ravenhood down her throat and she'll be like, Tish, what is this? And then she'll like start reading it. And I'm just like, yes, Pauline, like get into this. I haven't really dri- like driven into fantasy I did send her Akatar reactions I also like was on Goodreads and updating it and people were like I loved I loved when you were updating because pe- um because like you could see my gradual proge- progression for Akatar I was like I hate this book and then the second book you're I literally at 10% I was just like whoa like this is getting good like I was like wait 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 like and it just started rolling and then the last 10% of the book I was like what just happened like what just happened in the second book of um Akatar from from Blood and Ash has been so hyped up for me from like even followers who don't really read fantasy they're just like you need to read from Blood and Ash you may not like yeah you might not like it because like I've known a lot of people who don't like it but I think you'll like it because it is a heavy I think a lot of people who don't like it is because it has a lot of romance and that's like the I love romance yeah but since romance is your thing and like when I read it it was like just starting to build up on the hype is that and is when a kingdom of flesh and fire came out that's when it like soared like that book is what made it soar skyrocket in popularity and stuff but i read it because of grace um we talked about it in our last episode but i think you would like it because it is a lot of romance Romance. yeah i read jla i read her other paranormal book but it's old it's like yeah yeah old old so but this is her first like new adult fantasy okay Okay, because I really, I mean, I liked her old paranormal stuff. I was like, I mean, that's what, that's what I read when I was like. She's written like young adult and then she's also written like adult romance too. So So she's in like the romance and like the sweet nothings. Yes. Say to you. She's gotten it down so perfectly that like from Blood and Ash, it has become my favorite book. Wow. Okay. That's not pressure to you. That's not pressure (laughs) um it just it became my 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 first like love almost in a sense because like when I read Akatar people were already talking about Akatar and I read it back in like March because that's when I got on like onto book talk so people were already like hyping it up so I didn't feel like it was mine but then when I I got from Blood and Ash simply because I saw it on a few people's pages but Oh, there is a freeze. Oh no, it froze. Maiden fell in love with uh, uh, Maiden and like forbidden romance with the guard. That's base. That's all I get, and that's on the back of the cover, you know. And the way I was so like, 
surprised in the sense that I knew nothing about the book coming in. Like you'll follow, like there's a heavy foreshadowing in the book. Okay. I get a lot lot of the main plot points. I get a lot of like what's coming before it comes. I'm like very, I'm like very like good at like finding plot twists before it happens. I guess that's just how, like a book, if, if a book surprises me, it will automatically go on like, like my favorites like I did a plot to this one recently and that one was just like everyone's like oh these books I was like guys like these books like surprised the hell out of me but I I'm I'm excited I don't feel pressured at all I'm actually really excited to read it it's been on my like April TBR for a while um because I've had to plan my TBR out now which sucks because I I'm, I'm very much a mood reader but from Blood and Ash has been one of the things that I'm just like okay it's time for me to like finally dive in so I'm excited I'm super let super me know what you think I, I will girl don't time. worry we have to get um so this is kind of a spoiler i'm gonna announce it right now so whoever's in the reading listening to this episode right now is gonna get the spoiler but pauline is actually gonna be on our our um first episode of may so we're really excited pauline is gonna be on the podcast i'm so excited that i'm can't believe that yeah yeah i love i love pauline pauline was like we me and Pauline became friends before I was even a book talker like I like messaged her it was so funny like she I don't even know how many followers she had back then and we were just like talking and she was just like I think you're like one of the only followers that like I talk to like every day you seem so cool and then like we exchanged numbers and then I started book talk she's kind of like she's like one of the reasons I started book talk she's like you read way more than I do and you have like so much knowledge on romance books and she kind of like implanted the idea in my head she's like have you ever thought about like actually talking about it on book talk and I was like no I was like (laughs) I was like I don't think people would like me and she's like I don't know I feel like people will really like you and so I did my first video and it got like I mean I was already like arc readers for certain like authors so like my first one was like on LJ Shin but like (laughs) I like announced like I was like an arc reader for that it got some attention and then slowly gradually I just kept like I mean my rise was like very quick in a sense because I like never thought I would rise to like 25k and plus but like Pauline is like someone like I we're like real life friends we were supposed to get like lunch this week but we like didn't have time so we're getting lunch next week so I'm excited I'm so so excited that she's your makeup I'm interjecting myself right here because like um, apparently Pauline is maybe like 30 minutes from me oh my god we should get lunch I didn't know that you lived in LA which I is where I lived. I lived in LA. Why is everybody living in LA? I live in Butner, Kansas. <laughs> we can come visit you. You can show us around Kansas. So like, or you can move to LA. Yeah, I, literally. I mean, that's that's basically. I think I'm gonna have to because of great. I, I think I'm gonna have to move to LA. Or like, you guys can oh be like roommates. She has a house. Yeah, I do have a house. <laughs> as long as I can fit bookshelves. <laughs> Come live with, I'll give you the office down downstairs. <laughs> but like, yeah, I didn't know that we were all like in the close by. So yeah, we should all get lunch. I'm so down. Bye, yeah. me. We will. Don't worry, girl. Don't worry. <laughs> I like me. Me and Pauline are like the worst at making plans. Like we were like, we'll get lunch, and then we never, we never decided where we we're gonna eat, and we're just like, you know, we're just gonna push it back to next week. We're we're like chaotic. Like our our like TikTok might look all put together, both of ours, but me and Pauline are like two chaotic like creatures that just like. <laughs> I did not realize how short Pauline is. 
yeah, she's uh, she's five feet. I'm five two. I know. I'm short too. What? Uh, yeah, what? I, I'm five four. I'm five three and three quarters, but I'm five yeah. four. And I'm five four like, five five. Y'all look yeah. really tall. Like on the internet, I know y'all look tall, but then you're like, wait, you're five foot? I was yeah. Like, what? Pauline is five feet. I'm five two. Anytime I tell people I'm five two, they're like, "Why did I think you were like five six, five seven? And I yeah. was like, "No, I'm five two. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think like there's like a psychological study that like when you have like more respect for someone, you think of them as taller. Like, so it's like it's like how people perceive you. So I'm all whenever someone comments, they're like, "Oh, I think you're so tall." I'm like, "Oh, cool. You think I'm respect like you respect me?" So, but yeah, Pauline's Pauline's short. I'm a shorty too. So she like the first the first conversation we ever had, we talked about our heights, and she's just like, "Oh my god, a fellow shorty! I've never had this happen to me." And I was like, "Yes, Pauline. Like we're we're near the same height." So wow. Well, if you guys yeah. get lunch this week, well, for us filming this week let me know because okay yeah I will I mean we have to like coordinate me me and Pauline suck at it but we definitely will we'll add you into we'll, we'll start a group chat and then we'll add you to Maggie but you'll be in Kansas you'll be there in spirit. I will like, I, I will be there in <laughs> you. I will I'm gonna be in Omaha because I live in I live in, I go to school in Omaha uh, no, oh, okay where do you go to school I go to I go are you allowed to, to say it I'll, I'll I'll just say because I've said it before I don't know if I've ever said it I go to Creighton University oh okay okay I know what that is you I had friends do? go there. yeah I had friends go there oh wow okay that's weird because nobody has ever known about it I mean if, I like if you are like a nursing student or like a dental school like or like law a lot of people know it because of that but I'm in business school so not a yeah lot. I just went to like the number one party school so anytime I say Arizona State people are just like oh okay I I, I know what that is oh. so they're, they're like oh <laughs> they're like she's either she was either like a psycho or she was like in a like sorority and I was just like I was I, I leaned more towards the psycho but I was like I was not in a sorority so but I was like you're close so <laughs> well I thank you I think we're gonna have to end it here because it is 9 24 where I live um but thank it's you yeah so that, that's the difference is I'm always two hours behind uh, ahead so I look because I live in but nowhere, Kansas. Um, <laughs> I mean, I live in Kansas City, so it's not but nowhere. But I'm but nowhere. Hey, the best romances take place in like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah so small town romances are it. But they never uh, happen in LA. Okay, so at least you get some. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> but thank you so much, Tish, for coming on the podcast. Um, it was great to talk to you. I'm like, <laughs> it's weird because like. I always say this every single episode I'm like when like a creator like a big creator like I'm a small creator great like Grace and I are like smaller creators like our podcast is super small like we are tiny I mean we're kind of we're growing on like Apple Podcasts and Spotify but like on YouTube we're pretty small on Instagram we're really small but the fact that you came on and like accepted and like said yes we were like oh my gosh I think you had already agreed to come on with Grace, but I think like getting that confirmation through an email, I was just like. Yeah, just, like I think one of you guys commented and they're like, how are you interested in joining a podcast? And I was like, hell yeah, I am. Cause I, I, I peaked you guys. So like, thank you for having me on here because like, I mean, yeah, you guys can say like you guys are small creators, but I genuinely enjoy like your TikToks. Like to me, this was like such a pleasure because like I'm fans of you guys. So, and like I'm fans of this podcast. So I'm, thank you for having me on. It was like really fun talking. Thank you so much. Yes. No, we, 
I I definitely get bogged down with like the idea that like oh what that people listen to us that people (laughs) that people like actually like enjoy listening to us and they enjoy it because like Grace and I do it just as like a passion project where it's kind of though it's become bigger for me because I do manage it and then Grace just shows up um and that's (laughs) not her but like I just took control of managing it and stuff and like emailing everybody but it 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 honestly I'm so grateful that you came on and decided to come on the podcast because like it means a lot to me and it means a lot to Grace that like we have people who are actively wanting to participate and talk to us which I don't think I'm that interesting so like the fact that like other people are like oh I am uh, you guys it. are interesting and like so that I'm was t- like one of the funnest conversations I've had for like oh. two hours so well yes thank you so much and thank you to listeners who are listening right now um it was great to have Tish on and you the listeners are what make it possible for us to actually have guests on because if we didn't have listeners we wouldn't have a platform we didn't have a platform we wouldn't be able to do this but um so thank you guys so much for listening um next week's episode will be hopefully the crown of gilded bones if we can both finish it um in time um but we might push it back if we're gonna give like a month we might i haven't decided yet if it's gonna be I, th- I might do some rearranging. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, have a good evening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.